Gold and silver on mosaic pavements of alabaster, turquoise and white and black marble. And they serve drinks in golden vessels, each vessel being different from the other, with royal wine in abundance. According to generous, the generosity of the king and according to the law, the law, the drinking was not compulsory, for so the king had ordered all the officers of his household that they should do according to each man's pleasure. Queen Vashti also made a feast for the women in the royal palace, which belonged to, the, to King Hazarus. On the seventh day, the heart of the king was merry with wine, and he commanded Mehuman, Bishta, Harbona, Bigtha, Abagtha, Zetha, and Carcass, son, seven eunuchs, who served the presence of King Ahasuerus, to bring Queen Vashti before the king, wearing her royal crown, in order to show her beauty to the people and the officials, for she was beautiful to behold. Verse 12, but Queen Vashti refused to come at the king's command, brought by his eunuch. Therefore, the king was furious, and his anger burned within him. Verse 17, for the, queen, for the queen's behavior will become known to all women, so that they will despise their husbands in the eyes of when in their eyes, when they, they report, King Asaras commanded Queen Vashti to be brought in before him, but she did not come. This very day, the noble ladies of Persia and Media shall, will say of all the king's officials that they have heard of the behavior of the queen. Thus, there will be excessive contempt and wrath. If it pleases the king, let the royal decree go out from him and let it be recorded in the laws of the Persians and the Medes so that it will be not altered, it will not be altered, that Vashti shall no more be, shall come no more before King Ahasuerus and let the king give her royal position to another who is better than she. Here ends the reading of his holy word. Hallelujah. Father, I pray you breathe your, word, your spirit over this word in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, we, we're talking about signs and symptoms of pride. This is another story of Queen Vashti. Queen Vashti was the wife and the queen of uh, King Ahasuerus, who was the king of... The, verse 1 says something. Let's look at verse 1 again. Just to put in context the story, it says that it came to pass in the days of King Asaras, this was Asaras who reigned over 170, 27 provinces from India to Ethiopia. So it means that this man was not a small guy. Hallelujah. He was a big guy. And this is his wife. Now, Bible, um, Bible historians and Bible commentators say that when the king ordered 
uh, vastly to be brought. The king was drunk. It's in the Bible. Did you read it? Yeah. The king's heart was merry. So the king was drunk, and the king ordered that, bring my wife, because my wife is the most beautiful person, in the beautiful woman in the whole world. Are you with me? So he said that, bring her, and let her put her royal crown on. Some uh, historians and some uh, commentators of the Bible say that when the king ordered uh, the royal died, uh, the, the, the queen to be brought, she, he said to the, the people that tell the queen not to wear anything but her crown. That's one school of thought. So she should come naked with only her crown on her head. But I, can't, I, cannot sub, uh, 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 I cannot agree to that school of thought because it never said, it said that, let her put her royal robe and her crown. Are you with me? But another thing that I wanted us to look at was that when the, queen, when the king was having his banquet, the queen was also having her banquet with the ladies. Did you read that? But there's something that, I don't know whether we missed it. He said that the king, the queen was also having her banquet in the palace of the king. Put that verse again there. It's, I think it was, what verse was that? I don't know whether you saw it. <clears throat> verse, verse 8, verse 9. Queen Vashti made a feast for the women in the royal palace which belonged to King Ahasuerus. Can you see that? So it means that that sometimes pride makes you forget where where you are and who has made you who you are. We are talking about signs and symptoms of pride. You see, this, this queen just forgot that whatever she had, whoever she was in life, it was because of the king and what the, the grace of the king that the king had given to her. Are you with me? And now the king is calling you to come and you say that I won't come. Somebody was asking, why are we talking so much about pride? We are talking about pride because pride is one thing that quickly can shoot you down. In James chapter 4, verse 10, the Bible says that humble yourself before the presence of God and he will lift you up. Are you with me? Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. Which means the opposite is also true. When you lift yourself in the presence of God, what will he do? Isn't it logic? If you humble yourself, he will lift you up. If you lift yourself, you give him no place to take you, but to bring you down. Hallelujah. God is going to bless us. I said God is going to bless us. Indeed, we are going to take over. We are going to be big. We are going to be above only. Because the blessings of the Lord, they make rich and they add no sorrow. But the thing that can easily shoot us down is the enemy within us. Pride is the fifth column that is within you and I. It is the embassy of Satan. We said that pride is the religion of hell. How many remember that? The national religion of hell is pride. 
What brought about the downfall of Lucifer was he saying that I want to ascend to the throne and be like God. We are told that there were three archangels, which is uh, Gabriel, Michael, and Lucifer. Now, why would Lucifer think that he is the one that is worthy to climb up and sit on the throne of God? It was because he thought he was better than the three, the two others. He must have had something that the others didn't have. And we saw that he was the one that walked on the coals of fire. He was the one that had all those uh, uh, things that were said about him. How many remember we read that? All the purple, the onyx, the, the, the all gold, and all those things were, were, were his decoration. And because of that, he became so proud and so big. We saw also King Uziah. How many remember King Uziah? King Uziah was somebody who was um, uh, 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 young. He came to the throne when he was 16. And God was with him. And God started to use him. And he became an inventor. He became an industrious person. He became somebody that was giving, he was doing a lot in Israel. He was the first person to introduce uh, body armor to the soldiers. He was the first person to bring, uh, what do you call it, uh, spears, armory um, um, into, into the fight. So he won and conquered everybody. Are, are you getting it? But when he became, when he was lifted up or when he was promoted, pride filled his heart. See, the thing about pride is that when it's creeping on you, you won't see it. Am I talking to somebody? When pride is coming, you won't feel it. In fact, you think that you are, you are okay. You think that you are, you, are, you are normal, but you are full of pride and you don't even know it. That is why we need to look at some signs. But I'm still talking about why we need to talk about pride in church. <laughs> that was a question I asked, isn't it? Or somebody, somebody asked. I wrote, I wrote four or five things, four, four or five reasons why, why we must talk about pride. I'm just going to go through in church quickly. Why? Somebody say why. Why, oh, why, superfly? Okay. Number one, pride is a cursor to shame. Do you understand the meaning of cursor? A precursor. Uh, Proverbs 11.2 says that pride goes before a fall. No, Proverbs 16, 18. Prize gold before destruction, a haughty spirit before a fall. 19 says that better to be humble, to be of a humble spirit with the lowly than to, be, to divide the spoil with the proud. Hallelujah. Amen. Number two, pride is the manifestation of the spirit of this world. When you exhibit pride, you are only exhibiting the the spirit that is in the world, which is the spirit of Satan. In 1 John chapter 2, verse 16, he says that, and for the things that are in this world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but of this world. Hallelujah. So as soon as we start exhibiting pride, we are exhibiting the spirit that is in this world. 
How many know that we are in the world, but we are not of the world? And if you are in something, the tendency of that thing coming on you is great. You cannot be under the sun and not be sun tanned. Are you getting it? Yeah. So it is invariably that the spirit that is in this world can easily attach itself to you. That is why you need to be careful. We need to be careful to always check the signs and symptoms to see whether something is happening. Amen. <laughs> Number three, pride is pride in us reminds us of reminds God of Lucifer. Amen. Pride in us reminds God of Lucifer. Proverbs 6.16 says that there are six things that the Lord hates. Yes, seven. An abomination, a proud look, a lying tongue, a hands that have shed innocent blood. Amen. And number four, God elevates the humble. Amen. Amen. Number five, pride will make you Accursed before God. We just talked about that. Number five, number five, I said that God elevates the humble. That was four. Number five, pride will make you accursed before God. Amen. We talked about Uziah. How many of you remember? Uziah was working for God. He became proud and all of a sudden he became a leprous man. How many remember that? Uh, uh, there was another guy, uh, King Nebuchadnezzar. Do you remember him? He became what? An animal. And he went into the bush to eat grass. Now, what number are we on? <clears throat> number six. Pride will make you become like an animal. Pride will make you do some crazy things. That is why we need to learn about pride. Amen. It's like a, it's an inoculation. Injection we need to take. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. Amen. This is a type of uh, subject when you teach in church, you don't get a lot of amens. Because it's like all of us are full of it. <laughs> hallelujah. Amen. Isn't it true? So it's like, it, 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 from the, the tendency of me uh, offending you right now is great. The tendency of me stepping on your foot, toe is very, very great. Because we are all full of it. Hallelujah. But it's good for us to learn. I said it's good for us to learn. For me to teach these things again is not not grievous to me at all. Are you with me? Even though I know I I run the risk of offending you. (laughs) But you see, this is our year of commitment, which means that this is our year that God is going to bless us. And God is going to elevate us. And the one thing that will quickly shoot us down and quickly get God to move away from us is pride. Are you getting it? So we need to learn about it. Amen. Amen. Are you okay? So we started talking about some signs and symptoms of pride. You know when you go to the hospital, uh, uh, the, the doctors have uh, things around their neck, stethoscope, isn't it? And the nurses have thermometer. I don't care what hospital you go to, how, how um, posh or how run down, run down backward it is. 
there are two things you will see in any hospital in the world, any clinic, any health post. If there's any medical personnel, they have two things that you see. The doctors have stethoscope around their necks and the uh, nurses have thermometers. Hallelujah. What do they use a test stethoscope for? Check your heart rate, heartbeat. And then they, they use a thermometer to measure your temperature because whatever illness you have inside of you, when your, your uh, body temperature goes up, it means the white blood cells inside of you are fighting diseases. And that is why, or that's what accounts for the high temperature. So when you go to the, the doctor, he says, I have a headache in my stomach. The doctor will say, come, let me try something. you get it next week, don't worry. <laughs> you get a joke next week. They, they will check your temperature to see whether indeed your white blood cells have been activated. Because once there's a, a virus or there's a, a, a disease inside, definitely your white blood cells, that's what they, their work is. They are soldiers that fight aliens. They defend your body. So they, come, they rush to work. And when they rush to work, they, they, become, they are very hot people. You know, the white blood cells, they are not like the red blood cells. They are very, very hot. So when they go into action, you see that you have a very high temperature. Hallelujah. Amen. Did we go to a medic, come to a medical sem seminar or went? It's part of it. So there are signs and symptoms that the doctors read. You know, when you go to the doctor, you're telling the doctor, I have a headache in my stomach, I have this, I have that. Those are signs and symptoms. That is not the real disease. So they have to use the signs and the symptoms. That's why they will ask questions to use it to find the Diagnose the illness that you have. In the same way, there are certain signs and symptoms that would diagnose the illness, which is pride. Are you getting it? So the actual illness is what? Pride. But pride doesn't show itself like proud, 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 walking pee, 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 pee. No. There are certain signs and symptoms. When we look at it, we know that, mm, number one, Number one, we talked about it, so we're just going to run through very quickly. When nothing is your fault, are you working with me? When nothing is your fault, everything is everybody else's fault. Remember the story of um, uh, Saul. Saul says, it is not me, it's the people. They brought King Agag and... The Amalekites, the, 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 the sheep and the cow, to sacrifice to your God, not me. I don't have anything to do with it. When David went to sin, when David numbered the people, and God said that you have done something wrong, immediately David knelt down and said that it is only me. To me, I'm the only one who has caused this problem. That's why people are dying. Forgive me. David took responsibility. Paul, uh, Saul, it's not me. No wonder God says that I have found a man, David, according to my heart, own heart. Because he was somebody, David was not a sinless person. David always had issues. But see, when David had an issue, he was humble enough to admit 
When Nathan the prophet confronted David uh, and said to him, you have killed a, 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 a poor man and you've taken his wife yeah. through the riddle. In fact, when the, 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 they were giving the riddle, he said, that man must be killed. And when Nathan said, hey, that man is you, immediately he knelt down. Mercy, Lord. <laughs> it is me. I surrender. Hallelujah. Amen. Number two. Fault finding. A critical spirit. You filter people's sins. When it is somebody else's sin, you magnify it. You have a, a magnifying glass for other people, but not you. Everything is somebody and not you. Something wrong with that person. Something wrong with this person. Something wrong with this organization. Something wrong with this system. Anywhere you go, you have something to say. Somebody gives you food to eat. Mm, the food is not nice. Mm, there's no salt. Mm, there's no pepper. Mm, it's too hot. Mm, it's too cold. If it's hot, what do you do? Blow it. If it's warm, if it's cold, warm it up. You are still eating the thing. Mm, there's no pepper. There's no salt. There's no garlic. There's no onions. There's no... My friend. Always. When they dress, somebody dress, ooh, ooh, it was nice. But you should have worn a, 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 a purple shoe. You should have worn pink socks. You should have worn... That would have, you know, tied up everything. False finder. Fault finder. Are you somebody who's always finding faults on people? As are you somebody who's finding fault on you? Uh, uh, I'm talking to you. Are you somebody who's always seen? You only see something bad about somebody. Her nose is too big. Her ears too big. But you have you removed the, the, the log that is on your own eye. Jesus said that take the log from your eye before you take the speck from your brother's eye. Stop being a fault finder. Number two. Number three. A harsh spirit. You know, a critical spirit goes with a harsh spirit. When somebody's case comes, you are the first to fire. You are never, never, never gracious. In Galatians, the Bible says that if a brother be overtaken in a fault, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of humility, considering your own self. Hallelujah. Because when you are the one on the chopping block, how would you want to be treated? Be gentle. Uh, brother, brother is interested in a sister. And then comes to you and says, Oh, um, Sister Prinkiston, I'm interested in Shwanda. Um, what do you think? Show what? Show who? We are talking about Married materials, you are talking about Shwanda. This 
one that is a public transport, everybody has starting to go up and down. Public transport, first bus, first stop, second stop, last stop, first stop, second stop. Everybody has ridden this one. In this one. Before you open your mouth, just put yourself in that place. When your matter comes, and somebody has to recommend you for a job, Somebody has to recommend you for a business, for an opportunity. How would you want them to relate with you? Before you open your mouth and talk about Shwanda, it's true Shwanda is a public bus. But listen, God is a God of another chance. He takes the nonsense, the foolish, the things that are based, that are despised, and he makes beautiful things out of it so that he puts to shame the strong and the mighty. That's the God we serve. Are you with me? So that's the opportunity that Shwanda has. Shwanda may have made mistakes, but God, God has decided to look on her with grace. God doesn't deal with us according to our, our mistakes and trespasses. He deals with us with mercy. He says that brand new message he gives to us every morning. So why don't you show some mercy? Love covers a multitude of faults. Hallelujah. Do not be harsh. Next one. A superficial, only the good about you, superficial heart. It means only your makeup, your life is full of makeup. How many know that makeup is always hiding a blemish? Hiding many things. Isn't it? Makeup is hiding a wrinkle. Makeup is hiding some, some uh, what do you call it, different shades of color, discoloration or whatever on the face. Uh, can, can I? <laughs> makeup is hiding spots. Some people, they are like, um, what's that uh, spotted animal? Uh, a leopard, spotted and speckled. So their makeup is supposed to smoothen things. But you see, if your life is full of just makeup, makeup, we never see the real you. We never see who you are. It's all makeup. It's all makeup. It's all makeup. It's all makeup. We have never seen your real hair before. You have put a lot of hair. You haven't told us that your hair starts from here. So we are confused. Your eyelashes are not yours. Your eyebrows are not yours. Your nails are not yours. Your breast is not yours. Even your bum is not yours. So, 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 what really? What really? 
Can we say it's you? And, and when are we going to see the real you? Listen, we don't want to marry false eyelashes. We don't want to marry Peruvian hair. None of us want to marry uh, Indian hair. We don't want to see silicone implants. Don't put on one bra and give us this. When we get home, it's that. on you. It's not you. You go and rent a car to go and impress a girl. You thought I was only going to the girls. I'm coming to you now. You are using uh, what do you call it? Loan. Credit card loan. To buy designer things, to take care to designer restaurants. Meanwhile, you get you earn uh, three ninety nine. You get yeah uh, yeah. Uh, anything you want. Order anything. When it comes, you oh I'm, I'm I just want water. I'm fasting. I want water. No, you don't want water. <laughs> You're an imposter. That's what you are. You take the, the, the lady to a friend's house and say, it's my house. You whitewashed tomb. That's what Jesus called them, Pharisees. Whitewashed tomb. Outside is clean, white. Inside is full of dead men's bones. That's a symptom of pride. Oh, they are coming, they are coming. Fix yourself, fix yourself, fix yourself. Hey, smile, smile. The boy come. Listen, we smell a refresh and we know it's a refresh now. It was just sprayed. When we come to your house and you we smell a refresh, there's no a refresh that we don't know. <laughs> preach, Pastor, preach. Your house is funky. <laughs> That's you. Who are you trying to? Listen, brothers, listen, sisters. If the person is not real, don't marry them. Okay. If you haven't seen their real, their face without makeup, don't marry them. Okay. You are in for a shock. <laughs> At least see. So, so you know, this is this is the clue. This is the clue. Listen, brothers. Listen, brothers. Yeah. This is the clue. When you get a nice girl, say, listen, let's go swimming. I don't do water. I don't do water. Because see, when, when the water falls on the makeup, when you see the makeup, the difference between the makeup and the face will show. When, when, the, when there are bubbles there, you know that it's makeup. 
I, I know you had the waterproof, but when, the waterproof, when you put when you put water on it, water. it comes bubbles. Water with it becomes bubbles. Water with the bubbles will show that. And the eyelashes will definitely fall off. <laughs> Brothers, are you listening to me? I've been in this game for a while. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's move on before I get into trouble. <laughs> when you're always defensive, when you're always defensive, anytime your issue is brought up, you either go accusing or go fighting. It means there is something, you know, when we point out something that you have done wrong, then you also point out something somebody else has done wrong. There's something wrong with you. The spirit of pride is there. Hallelujah. Then we talked about Obadiah. How many remember the story in Obadiah? When the, the people, Edom, was being taken captive and they stood aside, isn't it? When you rejoice over bad news of somebody, somebody's lost their job and you are happy. Have you not realized that there are some people, all their friends are below them? How many know what I'm talking about? Your friends, you are prettier than all of them. You have money, more money than all of them. You have a better job than all of them. It shows your insecurity. Wow. It shows you are insecure. Because you see, you need friends who are above you and higher than you to pull you up. And you need friends on your level to encourage you. And you need friends who are below you for you to mentor. Because your river must flow into another river. A river that is always fresh is a river that flows into another river. Never have friends that you can never uh, have symbiotic relationship with. So have a symbiotic relation, have a mentorship relation, and have a mentor. Are, are you with me? Proud people don't have any mentor. I am Elijah. I came from nowhere. I'm nobody's son. Elijah the Tishbite just came. From nowhere, he's here. No. There should be somebody you point to and say, this person is somebody who tells me, sit down and I sit down. Tells me, stand and I stand. See, if you are in life and you don't have anybody who can tell you, sit down, or tell you, stand up, and you obey without question, then your life is in danger. You are at risk. Hallelujah. And you also have to have somebody that, who looks up to you. Because the person who looks up to you keeps you in check. Are, are you understand what I'm saying? The person who looks up to you keeps you in check. Because you know when you're going to do something, you know that there's somebody looking up, up to me. So what would the person say when they realize what I'm doing? And that thing alone checks you. Are, are, are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you must have uh, uh, somebody on your level that you can relate. Iron sharpens iron. So a brother, the a man, the countenance of his brother. A man, your, your, your iron is being sharpened by your friend. Show me your friend and I'll show you your destiny. 
The Bible says that there are, it may be, every kind of, so many kinds of voices, and none of them is without signification. Every voice is significant. The voice that speaks into your, your ear is very significant. So if you have ego problem, you want somebody who's always finding your ego, finding your ego, finding your ego, you're in trouble. There are husbands and wives who are like that. You, you have a wife who's always finding your ego. Or you have a husband who's always finding, finding your ego. No, they can't ever stand up to you and say what you're doing is wrong. You're in trouble. I'm the, I'm the man. I'm the head. I'm the head. I'm the head. Hey, have you seen one head walking on its own? <laughs> a head just going. It's going. It's going. It's going. Go, where are you? Go ahead. Where are you going? Go. I'm the head, I'm the head, I'm the head, I'm the head. If you had the head, cut off the rest of the body and we'll go. Bless you. Whether you'll be able to go anywhere. Stop being like that. Am I helping somebody? Yeah. I'm also helping me. Yeah. Because if I'm the head of the church, I'm the head, and I'm making a mistake, nobody can talk to me. We won't go far. I said, we'll not go far. Yeah. You should be able to hear somebody say, no, what you are doing, I think is wrong. And you should be humble enough to admit. Even your child should be able to say that, stop what you are doing. What you are doing is not right. And you should be humble enough to accept that, yes, maybe I am at fault. There, there are parents who have never apologized to their children before. Never. Ever said sorry to your son or daughter. That is a symptom of pride. Because how can you be and not offend so you should be able to say sorry to your son. Your son should be able to say sorry to, to you back. You should be able to say sorry to uh, your husband. Your husband should be able to say sorry to you. Hallelujah. Amen. If you have a relationship with anybody who has never apologized to you and you've never apologized to them, it's a very, very <laughs> bad relationship. Hello? Hi. Next one. When... You rejoice over a brother who has stumbled. You watch him fall and you rejoice over their fall. Next one. Assuming you already know something when someone is teaching. A know-it-all attitude. I know these things. These are very, very normal. It's obvious. Obvious. I know they are obvious, but I'm, I'm reminding you. Don't have a know-it-all attitude. Hallelujah. Receive. Receive. Everywhere you go, try and receive. Everybody you encounter, try and learn something from them. Even in a failure, you can learn how not to fail. Did you hear what I said? Even someone who has failed, you can learn from them. What not to do. Always have a humble Spirit. You see, sometimes people confuse humility with weakness. And then we feel that I don't want to show myself weak, so I will not be humble. But we will talk about it next time. Humility is actually strength under control. See, strength under control shows discipline. I don't know whether you understand. My, my, My friend, come, come. Yeah, you come. Lespa. 
Let's spar. You know how to spar. Okay, so go ahead. Yeah. You're doing good, boy. You're, You're doing, doing well. Good. Good. You see, the, the truth of the matter is that if we were fighting properly, we won't get far. He won't get far. Are you getting what I'm saying? So I have more strength than him. So for me to spar with him, for me to spar with him, it means I am under control. Are you with me? I am controlling my punch. I am controlling. When he hits me, I don't overreact. Are you getting what I'm saying? It means if, that is humility. For me to be humble enough to spar with him and not exert my strength on him, it means that I am under control. I have not lost it. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah, that is humility. When you can control yourself, it's a sign of strength, not weakness. Am I talking to somebody? If you believe what I'm saying, you put your hands together for that. Thank you very much. Hallelujah. Humility is no weakness at all. It's actually a sign of great strength. That is under control. Hallelujah. Next one. Self-absorbed. You see, when you go anywhere and all you want to talk about is your, yourself and your achievement, it means you are proud. Or when you are talking to anybody, engage in conversation with anybody, and you are talking about themselves, and you are talking, they don't give you a chance to even say anything. They are also talking about about them, about them, about them. You are dealing with a proud person. <laughs> don't spoil my message for me, I beg you. We, you know, especially you go to like a pastor's conference. Every pastor has congregation. Every pastor has their testimonies and their things. Don't go, you know, we went to somewhere, we, as soon as we sat down, the past, one pastor, there are about, about 10 pastors sitting on the round table. We are all having dinner. And my church, and me, and I prophesied over this person, and I prophesied over that person. You can't do that. Hallelujah. It happens. You see, you see uh, 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 somebody, you are talking, you know, like a man, you are trying to cut or is cutting you, and the man is always talking about, and I'm this, I'm that, I'm this, I'm that, I'm this. I'm, you are, uh, don't marry him. <laughs> you are dealing with, see, the most difficult partner to have is a proud partner and a selfish one. If you have these two, in one, you are in trouble. Your marriage is finished. A proud person and a selfish person, I can prophesy to you that your marriage will not go far. Because pride is all about them. You see, marriage is, is two things. I am bringing all I have to you. And you are bringing all you have to me. Love is not for yourself. It's for somebody. For God so loved the world that he gave. He didn't take. So love gives. If you say you love somebody, your business is to give to them. And their business is to give to you. 
Simple. But if you have somebody who is selfish, they never give. Self is about taking. It's not about giving. Are you understanding what I'm saying? A selfish person never, never gives. Because if they give, they'll lose what they had. They want more. A proud person must have more to show off. So they, don't, they can't afford to give. Are you understanding what I'm saying? See, you won't hear this in, in church. You won't hear this in church. We are, we are about blessing. We are about promotion. We are about being up. Because when we are up, we feed our ego. When we are up, we feed our selfishness. Jesus didn't come to teach us selfishness. He came to teach us how to give. He came to teach us how to humble ourselves. He came to teach us about others and not us. Hallelujah. Only a few times did you see Jesus ever addressing the needs of the disciples. Only a very, very few times. It was always about giving. Giving to the people. Healing the people. Helping the people. It was always about. It was once that Peter came, like the tax man is after us. He said, okay, go find a fish. Cut the fish and take some tax. That was the only time. Hallelujah. Next one. Sorry? You see yourself to, uh, that is what brought us to the, the musicians, isn't it? <laughs> Somebody was asking, what is Tukates? <laughs> I cannot work for free. I cannot do this job. I cannot, I come and sweep. I am praying for the day that millionaires, we have millionaires in this church who sweep. Or oh, I say, I'm praying for the day that we have people who are CEOs, companies, business, chief business people who are here sweeping and, and ushering people to sit down, playing instruments and singing. Mami, why they own conglomerates, multinational companies, but they are humble. Hallelujah. Not, I'm too good to be sitting here. You know, uh, don't you have the VIP session in the church? The VIP session is here. <laughs> when you come to church, uh, I want the VIP session. You want VIP on the plane, you want VIP on the train, you want VIP on the bus. Now you come here, you want VIP in the church too. It's here, come and sit down. Next one, quickly. <laughs> that was the last one. Okay, let's give me the next one. Being too proud to ask for help. How many know that we all need help? Listen, you needed help to come to this earth. You didn't come by yourself. When your mother was pushing you out, there was somebody at the other end trying to catch you. Are you with me? Can you imagine that a baby just come out and jumps down and says, Hi, everybody, you're right, and then starts walking. How many will be afraid of that baby? The baby just jumps down and says, Hi, everybody, you okay? You cool? Are you okay? Have you eaten? I'll see you guys later. You guys are doing a fantastic job, and they walk away. What baby? 
baby is this? We will not like a baby like that. We will run away. We will run. A baby comes into the world helpless. Are you getting it? And then somebody has to lift the baby up. The day you are dying, somebody has to help you to die. Uh, uh, guys, wait, wait a minute. I'm, I'm, I'm re- getting ready to die. Okay, so just hang on. I'm dead. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Then you, 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 you die and you bury yourself. Uh, uh, I, I, I'm the pastor of this church, so I'm going to marry. Uh, come, let me marry you. I'm marrying. I'm married. Here comes the bride or dressing well. Uh, uh, do you take me as your husband? Already husband, I do. Do I take you as a, I do? No, you can't do that. Now I pronounce as husband and wife. Nobody does that. Somebody has to marry you. Thank you very much. That should make a nice bride. You don't, you don't marry yourself. Somebody has to marry. You can be a pope. You can't marry yourself. Somebody, we all need help. So don't, don't get to a place where you, you are, as for me, I am myself. I don't want anybody to say that they helped me. Too. You're about to die. We all need help. We all need somebody. That's right. We all need somebody. Somebody needs you. You also need somebody. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's be humble enough to ask for help. You know, I went ask them. You know, some people have lost jobs because they, they got into the job and they were like, I don't, I don't ask anybody for anything. <laughs> you don't know the thing. You start to make up. <laughs> You're making up things. You're about to kick you out of the place. Instead of asking. Instead of asking. Because everywhere you go, they do things differently. You may have excelled where you came from. But here, somebody has to teach you what to do. Hallelujah. Don't be too proud. Amen. We are talking about pride. Hello. I said we are talking about pride. The unwillingness to recognize our own shortcomings and the need for help is a sign of pride. Next one. Feeling the need to consistently teach other people things. Uh, as for me, I am a gifted teacher. So you're always teaching, always teaching, always teaching. You're never learning. You see that the group where, where somebody always has to be the one who is standing up to teach. Have you had a group discussion like that? Yeah. Oh, the students amongst us, group discussion. Somebody always wants to lead a discussion. So he doesn't know anything. He's teaching a wrong thing. <laughs> Trying to make us do the wrong assignment. <laughs> it's a sign of pride, a symptom of pride. Next one. Taking, thinking you are better than others who are different or less fortunate. Yep. Thinking you are better than others. 
because you went to Harvard, Yale, Princeton, Princeton Oxford. Oxford, and Cambridge. So, London School of Economics. Me too, I went to a trip on PC. Early one. <laughs> Why are you laughing at my school? <laughs> Listen, it is not where you went that matters. It is what you do with your life. Have you not seen people that went to Yale and are begging on the street before? People went to Princeton and they are unemployed, homeless. If you like, I'll take you to a place in uh, San Francisco. You will see them. Homeless, lying on the streets. They went to good schools. They had great opportunities, but they are homeless today. It is not how you start. You know, some people start early. Some start late. You see, it is not a 100-meter dash. It is a cross-country marathon. You see, have you seen the hare and the tortoise race? The, the hare thought he was always winning. But at the end of the day, the tortoise was the one that got the crown. Never ever think that you are better than anybody. See, as we are sitting here, nobody knows who is sitting next to you. Don't assume. Don't assume. In 10 years from today, if God tarries and none of us dies, we'll be sitting here, and then you would have seen, ah, this guy. I remember this guy. Yeah. 10 years ago. I remember people were in my choir. Ten years ago, ten, I saw you and you from today have lived the choir. You are wrong singers. <laughs> today they are they are owning their own companies. When I go to their office, I have to sit and wait. The the man goes to the, to bring the personal assistant. Then the personal assistant will come and talk to me, take my details, and go back inside. 30 minutes later, you may now come in. The person couldn't sing, la, 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 and then I sang for the choir. <laughs> you don't know who is going to become something. Listen, look at your neighbor and tell them, be nice to me. In the next 10 years, you may be surprised. Hallelujah. Next one, quickly. Let's finish. Let's finish. I have two more. Two more to do, and then we'll close. When you disagree, you disregard the advice of others. Listen, advice is something you must cherish. Even if you are not going to use it, take it and put it in your pocket. Take godly advice, godly counsel, and put it in your pocket. Even if it's not relevant today, it may be relevant tomorrow. You know, as I'm talking, I've given a lot of advice, isn't it? Some may not apply to you today, but you put it in your purse, put it in your wallet. You may need it tomorrow. Hallelujah. Next one, quickly. 
when you are consistently critical. We've talked about that. Next one. Consistent need for attention and affirmation. Every time, oh, great one. Oh, there is no one like you. Let me powder your face. Let me, oh, how, how nice and beautiful you are. My queen, my you know apple of my, uh, my, my eye, my chicken thigh, Die. eggs and waffle. <laughs> <laughs> Always. They have to sing your praise. They have to sing your praise. Otherwise, you get angry. I had uh, my niece, when she was little, she used to come and spend the weekend with me. And anytime she came, she come, they, 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 uh, all of them, they are about five at the time, they will come spend the weekend in, in my flat. And when they come, they will all be playing, maybe we've gone to buy McDonald's and we're eating or watching some one of their uh, CBBs or whatever. And everybody's happy and everything. And then the attention has moved because they have about five kids. Everybody's moving around. Then she goes to sit in one corner and then she'll be there. And I said, What is wrong? Nobody loves me. Nobody's talking to me. Nobody's saying I'm beautiful. My niece. So it got to a point. When we see her go to the corner, water, nobody loves you. <laughs> what is that? And you know, people like people grow with that type of attitude. Yes, yes, yes. Get into marriage, nothing has happened. Your husband, everything is nice. Then <laughs> is everything okay? Yes. Are you okay? I'm fine. You know those short, sharp answers. Listen, I'm not an idiot. If I'm asking, is everything okay? It means that there is something that's changing your behavior. That is why I'm asking. Don't say that it's fine. When there's, you are obviously not fine. <laughs> you know, I, I, those things used to take me so bad. I'm fine. I'm okay. You're calling me an idiot or something. <laughs> Hallelujah. When someone constantly needs to be the center of attention in public or secret craves consistent affirmation, secretly craves consistent affirmation for their accomplishments, their looks, their personality, serving intelligence, uh, and, and physique, and it's all sign of pride. Macho, we are tired. Macho, You know those, then their pecs are going. Oh, I, I, I have uh, my master's in uh, uh, human psychology. I have my, uh, uh, I wrote my uh, uh, thesis on uh, uh, the, mind, the, the mind, the soul, and the body. And I, I came tops in my class. I, I, I have a PhD degree in. Uh, so? We are tired now. Now we are tired. I have a lot of preachers in this church, I tell you. Next one, quickly. We are 
<laughs> Unable to receive constructive criticisms. Do I need to say any more? Next one. Overly obsessed with their physical. We've talked about that appearance. Next one. Unwilling to submit to authority. Ah. Have you seen people like that? When you say that nobody should do this, immediately they go and do it. It's a spirit. Cannot yield to authority. And the proud people have that. Occasionally you see them. Amen. Are we being delivered from pride? See, pride is a spirit that will not take us far. Hello? Brothers and sisters, my younger brothers and sisters, are you listening to me? Amen. Oh, say amen. amen. I'm talking to the West Wing. Say amen. amen. No, I didn't say East Wing. I said West Wing. Say amen. amen. Learn how to be humble. Even when you know how to do something, don't show off. Chill. Did you hear me? Did, what did I say? Chill. Ah, not to do this. Do this thing. Then you go and do and rush and then fail. <laughs> you know, when we were kids, we used to have a team, our area team. And every time we go and play football, they would beat us. There were, there were about three different areas. And we were like the rich people's kids. So we're not very strong. We didn't have no, enough like hard bones. And we used to go and play with the prison canteen, you know, the prison children. And then we had some, uh, <laughs> you know, some kind of hard guys around that. They had teams. So we went and played. Anytime we went and played, they beat us. Then one day we went to find this boy who we were, we were practicing with. And he, he would kick you and his, his leg was really hard. So we said, now we have a champion. We are going with this guy. And the guy was like, wow, before you take me, you have to feed me. So we went and fed the guy. Then the guy said, we have to give him a jersey. So we gave him a, a jersey. Then he wanted the track bottom. The track bottom was a red track bottom. And the red track was my sister's track bottom. He said that was the only one he wanted. So we had to go and take the, my sister's track bottom for him. He put the track bottom on. And it was coming. We were going to play. That's today we win. Then we went. We got to the park. The prison uh, team two were coming. And then I saw the guy. They said, who? Oh, is this your champion? They called the guy, he got that. Are you got that? This guy, no, no, he had gone to that place and was rejected. Because he was the worst person in the place. <laughs> he had come to us and he, he became our champion. That day they beat us about 7 nil. And then when they finished, they beat us on top for bringing Aigoda. <laughs> because and the, the pride. Play the ball. Uh, if we don't have to play, feed me. I'll go and win for you. Are you got that? That day they beat us so bad. <laughs> Hallelujah. Last one. Let's finish with this one. Last one. Ignoring people's attempt to communicate with you. Amen. I said, Amen. Sister, say amen. amen. 
Anytime your husband is offended, your boyfriend is offended, <clears throat> not talking to you. When they try talking, I won't talk. I'm not in the mood. I'm upset. You see, you've gone quiet. <laughs> you see, I'm working in your bedroom, so you've gone quiet. I'm, ha- I'm not happy. You shouted at me. So I'm not talking to you for three days. It's a sign of pride. Who are you that we can't shout at? I said, who are you that we can't shout at? You the same person. If your boss shouts at you, you won't complain. Hey, they'll shout. Esmeralda. Hey, yes, boss. Then you're running. Your husband shouts, Esmeralda. How dare you call me like that, in that tone of voice? <laughs> Husband, not happy. I won't eat your food. Listen, it is a small husband who will behave like that. I'm hungry, so I won't eat your food. Oh, you didn't hear what I said? It's, a very, it's very small of you to say that I'm angry, so I won't eat. I'm angry, so I won't talk. I'm angry, so anything you do, I won't even I'll ignore it. No, don't behave like that. Hello? Hi. Oh, I said hello. Hi. You didn't like that point. And I think it's, it's an African thing, is it? It's an African spirit. That we will not talk. We will not talk. You know, let, let me show you how it is like. Mr. and Mrs., please come. I know you are not like that, but come, I'll use you as an example. This one. This, they are not like that, A1 but I'll use them. A1, A1 husband and wife. Okay. So, Miss, Miss, Mr. and Mrs., put your hand around, around your, yeah. I need to put your hand around his waist. So, this is how, this is how it's supposed to be, right? Hello? This is how it's supposed to be. Let me find somebody who will play the devil. Come, come. Yeah, you come. You, I know you can play the devil. Come, come. Christian, no, Christian. Come. You, you lifted up your hand. Or oh, you don't want to come. Okay, then you come. Yeah, you, you, you do. Let's assume she's not. But let's assume she's. Make your face. Ah, you have a hoodie, so put your hoodie on. Okay. So, what I want you to do is go stand in the middle. Okay, and then just be there. Push, push yourself. Push your way. Push your way. Push your way. Push your way. Push your. Make sure you are in there and push their arms apart of each other. Push your arm and put your hand around both of them. So you see, every day you are not talking to your husband or your wife. This is what you have done. You have allowed Satan to come in, in between. in between you, and now he has control of both of you. So you face east wing. You face west wing. Bum to bum. I'm going to look at him in bed. I'm angry, you're angry. See who is happy. Be smiling. <laughs> and you have your fa- frown your face. Be angry, frown your face. You to be, be angry and think um, what bad I would do to her. You do think I'll put more salt in the food. So you see. Can you see? Pepper, put more pepper. Give him diarrhea. And then, okay, after, after three, four days, 
After three, four days, come out. Okay, now come back. After three, four days, you have reconciled. And then uh, uh, they reconcile for two, three days, four days, five days. Then they go to the market. And then maybe something happens. And then the man shouts a little. And she gets angry. Go back in there. Go back in there. Go back in there. Go back in there. Push, push, push. So you push them, push them. Face east, face west. <laughs> Listen, calculate, calculate how many weeks, how many days, how many years of your life is wasted with an intruder in your middle, taking absolute charge, crossing their legs. <laughs> In your home, on your bed. Look at the person. This, did you invite her? Did you invite her? But look at her. She's actually now, so you are lying on the edge of the bed because you don't want your skin to touch him. Then you two are lying on the edge of the bed. Look at who has the largest part of the bed. Can you see who has the largest part of the bed? With her legs crossed on your bed. He doesn't pay mortgage. He doesn't pay rent. He's there free. From today, drive that thing, person out. Drive, drive, drive her, drive her out. Drive her. And come back. And, and make sure that hold each other. Make sure that she never comes. That's why the Bible says, give no place to the devil. Give the devil no place. Give the devil no place. So you push her out and stay out. So this, I'm angry. I'm not. Let not the sun go down upon your anger. Be angry and sin not. Go 